acceptance. Abortion. Sex. Racial justice. Feminism. Birth. Parenthood. Stigma. Bodily autonomy. And more. This is Reproductive Left by Mabel Watson Center, an independent feminist nonprofit comprehensive healthcare provider in Bangor, Maine. Join us as we explore topics that impact our sexual and reproductive health and lives. Here's your host, Aspen Rulin. Aspen uses they, them pronouns and is our client and community advocate. left. I'm your host Aspen. I use they them pronouns and today we'll be talking about something that has a lot of myth, mystery, and misinformation surrounding it. The hymen. Is it the vaginal tamper-proof seal of the patriarchy's wet dream or a figment of our collective imaginations? Is there physical proof of virginity and what even is virginity? We'll dive into all this and more as we get up close and personal with the hymen. First, is the hymen real? And if so, what is it? To answer the first question, yes and no. The hymen, or the vaginal corona, a name coined by Swedish researchers, is a membrane around the entrance to the vaginal canal. Personally, I prefer the term vaginal corona as it's more descriptive, doesn't have weird connotations around it, and corona means crown, so that's fun. The thickness and appearance of the vaginal corona varies a ton from person to person and across their lifetime. You heard me right, lifetime. The hymen or vaginal corona isn't a temporary body part that we have until having penetrative vaginal sex for the first time. While someone's vaginal corona may be a bit thinner or shaped slightly different after giving vaginal birth, for example, there is so much variation amongst individuals that looking at it isn't an indicator of birth, sexual activity, or even virginity. Let's take a quick break for a Mabel's Fast Fact with Abby. About 75% of people with vaginas don't orgasm from penetrative sex alone. Learn more in our show notes or at MabelWadsworth.org. So what is the purpose of the hymen then? Researchers honestly aren't totally sure, but a lot of them think it's basically just a remnant of fetal development. What we do know is that it's not a tamper-proof seal like it's often presented as. I mean, if it was, how would menstrual blood get out? That brings us to something important to be aware of. Some variations in the vaginal corona that can be problematic for the individual and require medical intervention. While your typical run-of-the-mill vaginal corona is a stretchy membrane around the outside of the vaginal canal, there are some folks that have an imperforate or microperforate corona. In the case of imperforate, that means it fully covers the entrance to the vagina, which traps menstrual blood once someone starts having periods. 
Microperforate refers to a vaginal corona that has only a very small hole. Because our culture has such misinformation around what a hymen is, many people would assume that these are typical vaginal coronas. While there's certainly nothing to be ashamed about in having an imperforate or microperforate vaginal corona, it's important to be aware of what's healthy with this body part so people can get the medical care they need. If the hymen isn't supposed to be evidence of virginity, then what's with all the stuff about the hymen breaking the first time someone has penetrative sex? It turns out a lot of people with vaginas don't experience pain or bleeding the first time they get penetrated. Sex is not supposed to hurt. For the people who do have pain or bleeding the first time they have penetrative sex, it's likely because they were stressed about the pain they were expecting to feel and not enjoying themselves. When someone with a vagina isn't fully aroused, the body doesn't produce as much lubrication and the vaginal walls don't expand to make room for the fingers, dildo, or penis doing the penetrating. This can lead to pain and sometimes bleeding. As we already covered in the lube episode a few months ago, adding lube can make sex more enjoyable, whether it's the first time or the hundredth time. When you've been told your whole life, whether directly by a trusted adult or just through media, that having sex is supposed to hurt, that's what you're going to expect. If it doesn't hurt and you don't bleed, you might even think there's something wrong with you. That was honestly my experience as a teen. I had expected pain and blood my first time having penetrative sex and was both pleasantly surprised and concerned when that didn't happen. Was there something wrong with me? Did we do it wrong? No, but I had been lied to by media, including the romance novels and sex scene heavy books that I read way too much of as an early teen. Side note, Ken Follett, what the hell? You're not allowed to write any more books until you meet with a sexual health professional to talk about vaginas. Not only is the hymen not a tamper-proof seal meant to bleed and cause pain, but it is also most definitely not way up inside the vaginal canal. Parents, don't let your 12-year-old read Pillars of the Earth. I've noticed that some people, I think in an effort to destigmatize our culture's unhealthy attitudes around sex and vaginal coronas, say things like, oh, well, not everyone bleeds their first time because your hymen can be broken by horse riding or riding a bike or by using a tampon, you know, things like that. I understand what people are trying to do with that, but all that's being done is perpetuating the myth that it's supposed to break. It's not. Also, this has led to young cis women and other folks with vaginas to not be allowed to ride a horse or bike or use tampons. I'm lucky that my family didn't really put value on that. It would have broken my heart as a kid to not get to ride a bike. Let's take another quick break for a Mabel's Fast Fact. Roughly 10% of the U.S. population of reproductive age struggles with fertility, according to the National Institutes of Health. Learn more in our show notes or at www.mabelwatsworth.org.
vaginal corona isn't supposed to be a source of pain and blood, why is it such a norm that the first time having penetrative sex is supposed to be this big, painful deal? The simplified, truncated explanation is this. When you have a cis-centric, heterocentric patriarchy, you have a culture that frames all people with vaginas as women. These women must have sex with men. These men are framed as more important and women are devalued. It is seen as a good thing when men have sex, but a bad thing when women have sex. Virginity, which really is just an intangible concept that is honestly only as important as it is to the individual, becomes elevated to a thing of value and purity, especially in women. And so the breaking of the vaginal corona or hymen becomes expected. A cis-heterocentric patriarchal value that women should feel pain with sex. Of course, those values spill out and harm all of us, including your queer and trans host. I hope you all enjoyed learning about the hymen slash vaginal corona with me today. It takes time to break down these unhealthy cultural beliefs, but I know it's something we can accomplish. If you have kids, how have you talked to them about sex and vaginal coronas? If you plan to have kids, what's your plan for that conversation? Happy hymen myth breaking and happy new year.